Welcome to Jays from Home, a Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Uh, it is uh, co-hosted by myself, Steve, and my brother Matt. That was hey, Steve. That was a really good intro. It sounds like you've done that before. <laughs> never, never, not before today at all. Yeah. Uh, we're on on Twitter at Jays from Home, and uh, and I think that's all that we're on. Just Twitter. Just Twitter. Uh yeah sure we're we're well we're on Skype right now talking to each other and I'm on a couch you're you're on a on a computer chair that swivels um yeah. you're under your house uh, in the basement I'm also under my house in the basement well that's that's very specific <laughs> well yeah right, I'm well, not gonna tell 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 listeners my address because I don't want to get any crazy internet stalkers because I know that well like one I'm sure that you know at least one of our listeners like lives with me so uh, like uh, uh, a restraining order is is, going to be an issue with with my wife is basically what i'm saying (laughs) gotcha okay well um i thought we would look at the the week the game results from the week um good thing uh before we didn't get too far with it uh (laughs) yeah i don't know what we only only lost four minutes of our lives in in the previous person that that, that may or may not have Wow, you kind of broke up there. I think we're I think we're still good. So okay, well, well yeah. I would, hopefully, people can understand what I'm saying, but you know, it really what I say is 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 mostly gibberish anyway. So we'll see. Yeah, I think that's probably accurate. So uh, their game, they were gibberish all- as a gibberish as a rule can't be accurate. <laughs> so all their games this week were at home uh, in the TD Ballpark in Dunedin. Um, I have something to say about that later, but uh, we'll get there. Um, so they had a couple of games against Washington on Tuesday and Wednesday. They won seven to three in the first game and lost eight to two in the second game. Um, I, I think we can get into some of the specifics. So I think some some big things happened in uh, in one of those games. Big swings. Yeah. So, um, so I think we will we will get to that. Uh, they just wrapped up the game against their third game against Atlanta. The they minute swept before. the Braves, which is it was which, you know, like you you, you put them up uh, a week against, like in, in two two series against the the Nationals and the Braves, you wouldn't predict that they'd sweep the Braves and 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 win one lose one against the Nationals. Well, I would the other way around maybe. I would have thought that maybe they they would have done better against some of the other teams that they've played this year that they lost series against, but I suppose. Um, so yeah, they they won thirteen to five um, in the first game, six to five. That was a ten inning game last night. And yeah, then, I went to bed after the ninth inning. It was in, I, I, I didn't last. No, yeah, I I was asleep. Uh, actually, no, you know what? We didn't actually watch the game at all except for a few bits and pieces. We were watching uh, some movies. So uh didn't watch the whole thing, but I did see that I think they were losing when uh, when I last checked in on them. So that was good well, they to had, see. Well, uh, they had a grand slam. It was Christian Pache his, hit his first career regular season home run against the Jays, which was a grand slam. Yeah. Oh, Lots wow. of grand slams this week. Yeah. And then uh, this afternoon, they just finished 7-2. Uh, to two. So that's a good recap if you're only listening to this on Monday and have not been paying attention to the Blue Jays. If you only listen to this podcast for Blue Jays news, which I think is like 100% of our audience, they, they, don't, they don't pay attention to the Blue Jays, they just listen to our podcast. <laughs> that's, well, I barely pay attention to the Blue Jays or our podcast, so I don't what? know. What? <laughs> um, okay, well, why don't we... Uh, why don't we talk about some of those things that we saw this week in uh, the form of uh, home runs, walks, and strikeouts? Yeah, well, in the forms of home runs, uh, Vladimir Guerrero had many of them. He had three home runs, uh, Grand Slam solo home run, and two-run two home run against the, the, the Nationals. Um, I, I, I tweeted this before. Is, 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 should we call that a Vlad trick? <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah. But he was – that was uh, – a, a home run short of uh, a four home run game too, right? And I think yeah, that was, last... and if he got if he got a three home run, a three run home run, that would have been the home run cycle. That's that's what uh, Buck and Pat were joking about, I think. But if he had gotten the fourth home run, I don't I don't know why they. I had to look this up. 
um, just to see about any other four home run games. But the last Blue Jay to do that was Carlos Delgado. Yeah, I remember that one, I think. Um, and, and here, here's a stat that I, that I, I put onto the notes here. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., and this is from Stats by Stats, the uh, Twitter uh, page here. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. of the Blue Jays is the youngest player in NLB history with three-plus home runs and seven-plus RBI in a game. So Okay, yeah. Uh, there you go. Stats by Stats. That's stats a, by stats. That, that's a very specific uh, Twitter uh, page, and I guess they uh, provide the information that they promise. All right. Well, um, I also had a home run related home run, but I I stayed away from Vlad because I figured one of that you probably would mention it, and I think probably everyone else did. But um, people talk about this, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. for some reason. I'm not sure why. Yeah. Um, People magazine talk about Vladimir Guerrero Jr. But yes. uh, <laughs> um, that's I no, guess maybe that's what I meant. I don't know. <laughs> this home run was uh, um, I think it was Friday night's game because that was Teoscar Hernandez's first game back was Friday. Mm-hmm. So uh, they Buck and Pat, one of the two of them were were or I don't know, maybe it was uh, Hazel or Ben Wagner. Anyways, they were they were t- telling a story about uh, Hernandez just saying how. He's got to work to get his timing back, and then he doesn't expect to be 100% his first game back. And then right after they finished talking about that, he hit a home run. Nice. I thought that was pretty good timing. Yeah. He's got very good timing, in fact. Indeed. Timing is everything. Yeah. And I think, I, I don't hey, think do you know what, played... the good, what, what the what the key to uh, good good comedy is? Timing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so cut that out. <laughs> I, I don't think he played like I think he played okay the the next two games, um, but he, he didn't, didn't look play out of place. He didn't, he didn't look off like he didn't look like he was like a a spring training game or something or, or like you know like just that he looked out of place or anything like that. Yeah, no, I think he looked fine and um, um, kind of similar to George Springer. We both have a note about that. Uh, I, 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 I think I only wrote George Springer, but I think just, yeah, <laughs> just he, he had a, he had a good, a good uh, first week back. I, I would say like uh, there was a little bit of a scare with his quad when he grabbed his quad there. Um, we came out of today's game too. Oh, did he? I didn't know that. Yeah. They, they uh, put panic in for George Springer. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Well, um, at we'll DH, see. I guess. What's that? At DH? Yeah, yeah, they put panic in as as a designated hitter, which Joe makes Joe panic your designated hitter. Yeah, I don't, he's not a DH. No, but he, he did have a good week though. Um, Springer, I mean, um, he he didn't. I think he was 0 for three in his first game, but then the second game he was like pretty much he was demonstrating some really good leadoff abilities. Um, he he also had his he had a home run on Saturday. Uh, I think he had a home run today too, but the Saturday home run I was reading was apparently his hardest hit ball in his career. Oh wow! At a 116.4 miles per hour exit velocity. Hmm. Now, when you say like leadoff abilities, what do you mean by that? Well, getting on base, and I think he isn't also that, got isn't a, that a baseball ability though? Like <laughs> I think I think I think the leadoff like I think the leadoff hitter role is quickly changing. In baseball um like you hear like whatever you hear pat tabler talk about like the leadoff hitters role um is 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 out of date you know like <laughs> like the leadoff hitters job isn't to, to look at pitches and the no hitter's i don't job see is to, that either and, and every, every hitter's job is to get on base that's that's the, so that's the main the main thing and to get as many at bats as possible the the way that I I see it is yes so your top three are gonna get more at bats than the rest of the lineup but yeah um, I I think that what I think that it would be a good leadoff hitter is someone who gets on base because um, that's basically the main like someone who's consistently on base whether it's a walk or a hit but to put some pressure on the uh, on the opposition early on because their best hitters are gonna be coming up. You know, when they, if someone's on base, and I think also, but also for Springer, I think he was getting into scoring position more often than not this week. Mm-hmm. Um, did he did he steal third base at one point? He stole a base. I don't. I think remember. he stole third. 
but I know he stole a base. I just can't remember yeah. which one it was. But you know, he was he was putting a lot of pressure on on the other teams, and I think actually it, it was the Friday night game. Um, the Braves were paying a lot of attention to him at first base when he was on at first base. Like they were picking him off or uh, trying to pick him off uh, a lot. So yeah. I don't know. That kind of pressure is is good, I guess, in the leadoff hitter. Yeah. Um, I guess since we're on the home run track, um, my, my home runs are basically all about home runs. Uh, Bo Bichette is uh, quietly hitting for a lot of power. Like last year, he only had five home runs all year. This year, he's got... I haven't checked what his totals are for today's game, but last I checked, there something around like seven home runs. Yeah, I think any seven. Home runs. I was going to say seven. That sounds about right. Yeah, and I didn't realize. I didn't even realize like what well, they mentioned it in, in I think last night's broadcast, but I didn't even realize he had that many home runs. Like I didn't realize he'd, he'd hit that many home runs. He's 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 just a very quiet power hitter. Well, I guess I didn't realize he only had five last year, but then he, he was, was injured for a little injured. bit of it. Yeah. He was injured for a big portion of that yeah, of the short yeah. season, right? And here's another thing. Speaking of of uh, on Bobachet, um, you know who has more errors in the field than Bobachet does? Um, Tatis Jr. You are correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so like and 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 a fellow Blue Jay uh, who had a lot of errors in his first year at shortstop, um, Marcus Semyon. You know, like you got to let them learn the position. And I I thought that uh, Bichette looked better this week uh defensively yeah uh he made a kind of not great play this afternoon but i i would have to say overall from what i did see he looked pretty good yeah um but yeah i don't know if they're gonna have that much leeway with biggio at third but they they put him at third a lot this week uh, Mm. i think okay and and then also more home runs Alejandro Kirk had two against Atlanta, and he grabbed the starting catcher position, I think, but then uh, it <laughs> slipped out of his fingers again because yeah. I think he's hurt. He's on the he's on the injured list for for ten days. Uh. Yeah, um, I don't know. I guess that's uh, I guess that's more of a for Kirk. Uh, it's he's more of a, in the walk position, right? That's kind of a neutral result for us. Well, it was he. he he like basically like announced himself as the starting catcher basically over the weekend, and then he hurt himself. So like, <laughs> you know, like I said on Twitter uh, again on Twitter, I said, you know, uh, everything's coming up Millhouse for 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 Danny Jansen. So yeah. <laughs> actually, know. yeah. So speaking of Jansen, um, as I, I wrote down in the notes that so he also apparently set a consecutive hitless streak 0 for 35 for the franchise. Oh, wow. Uh, he tied it. One of the, I don't know if he set the record, but he definitely tied the record. Um, but then he did hit today. He got on. I think he was uh, two for two with a walk. Uh, okay. So I, I was just wondering, maybe he just wanted to get a record. Uh, maybe before hitting. Well, you know, it's funny though. I was listening to the um, game. I was listening to the game today because I was doing stuff, and I listened actually to the Atlanta feed because, for whatever reason, the Rogers feed was really quiet, and I couldn't hear it very well. So I, I turned on the Atlanta feed, and it was fine. They were talking about, like, basically how, like, like it was, like, a already, like, established position that, that Kirk had, is, is the starting, and he he's, like, the defensive backup. Like, they, that's... They'd, they'd, they're talking like that was already, like, just a, a given fact. It's funny. <laughs> Well, that's. I think I was listening to at the beginning of, maybe it was a spring training game, but it was a Yankees broadcast that I heard, and they were talking about. Uh, um, uh, I think it was Merriweather as like he was the, basically the the closer of, of the of the Blue Jays, but th- I don't think the Blue Jays ever really set a closer. Yeah, I don't know. It does. I I don't know if they did or not. That's a good question. Like I know that, um, like teams would rather not really have a closer, but, but players prefer to have their, uh, roles set roles. Yeah. Set roles. Yeah. Just, just to, to know when they're going to come in. But anyways, yeah, I I don't know if they, if if they had set a closer at that point. No, I don't think so. I think it was just because, uh, yeah, actually it was the beginning of the regular season. I think like the game before that was when Merriweather had his like, like really great, 
close out to the game and <laughs> it, I, I guess just because he happened to be the last uh last relief pitcher to close out the game they they thought he was the closer but was that no. was was that his how much of that well i guess he was he no he was pitching well but like was it just that the yankees are were underachieving and are underachieving who knows <laughs> a little of both yeah um okay well i don't have any more home runs uh no. or what's, home what's run your votes. what's your walk what's your walk okay so I guess it is related to home runs, um, but I I missed uh, Guerrero Jr.'s Grand Slam live, so I I heard about it after the fact, and I watched the replay, and then um, the next day I I watched I went back to the to the bottom of the third to watch what like the lead up to it because all the all the video replays were just of his hit and mm-hmm. doesn't really so. I missed his grand slam, but then I happened to catch his uh, his two-run home run and his uh, solo home run for number two and three. So that's why I listed that as, as my walk. Kind okay. of evens it's, out a little bit. It's exciting to, when you're watching a game to actually catch a grand slam, like to, to see it, to see it happen as it as it unfolds. Because it doesn't happen – well, it's, it's already Vladdy's third <laughs> Twice of this week. Career. Well, did he have two this week? Oh no no I meant there's there'd been two grand slams this week. Oh yeah 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 no I I caught yeah I saw both of those. No but it, it but like it's something that like before I started watching a lot of baseball like it's it's like the pokeroo you never like oh I missed it again. But but I it's it's fun to fun to see them when they happen. Yeah. Well I'm glad though that I did I was able to go back and watch uh watch it after the fact. It's just kind of would be nice to to see it happen in the moment. Well, yeah, it's much more dramatic because you don't know what's going to happen. Exactly. Um, and wait, so just that was the the Tuesday game, right? Yeah, against I believe Washington. So. Oh, yeah, because it was against Max Scherzer. Yes. And Max Scherzer right. doesn't allow a lot of grand slams. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what's your walk? Uh, my walk is I'm starting to, speaking of Vladdy, I'm starting to get worried that he's going to hurt himself with one of those like stretches that he does because he get like, I think, I feel like at least. Two or three times a game, he's like does the splits, <laughs> like to stretch yeah. to get a ball. And I'm starting to worry, like may- maybe maybe that's just making him more flexible. But I worry that he's going to hurt himself doing that. He, maybe that's just me being a dad. I don't know. But <laughs> well, I I think that's a legitimate worry. But the other part of that is, um, because of the structure of the team, um, and especially because uh, they sent down Rowdy Telez, um. He won't have very many opportunities to be the designated hitter instead of playing, like, to get a day off from playing first base. Well, I don't know. Who who would play? I think maybe Joe Panic could play first base, and I would say Probably. maybe Kevin, Kevin Biggio could play first base. I'm not sure. Like, that's, I, I don't know who else would be is, is would play first base, though. Yeah. Well, that's until they had all their outfielders back. Like, that was what Telez was doing. Like, they were rotating... Telez and Guerrero for DH and first base, so mm-hmm. I don't. I, I think it's a legitimate concern. Well, I think maybe like eventually he's just going to get a day off, which happens now uh, a lot more in in modern baseball. Um, and they're gonna have they're gonna have to give him a day off soon because because uh, Springer is gonna hold on to that DH position until he can feel more comfortable uh, playing defense. So yeah, I, I think that's. I don't think that's too far off, assuming that he's not actually injured. They're supposed to give us an update after the game at some point today, so hopefully it's not nothing too serious and they were just being extra careful given mm-hmm. his how long it took to get him back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, um, uh, so strikeouts. Um, I I put down here. Um, this is not baseball play related, but uh, I guess it sort of is. Um, the Jays' home games were originally scheduled at seven. Those ones have all been moved to 7:30 uh, through the end of May. Uh, they haven't touched the June schedule yet because I assume they're they in Buffalo. In Buffalo, um, or they're, they might be crossing their fingers for Toronto, but that's mm-hmm. not going to happen. No, no, no. no. Uh, so they did that obviously because of the the sun being in the players' eyes. Because I yeah. think earlier this week that was the like a couple on both teams, uh, they had some misplays because they couldn't see the ball. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, like, I I know that like that's Gurriel's one of Gurriel's weaknesses is his are his routes. But I wonder if he's able to see the ball a little bit better if his defense in the outfield is going to improve. 
Well, yeah, that would be that would be good. I think one of the um, one of the mentions uh, or one of the talking points in one of the games is they said, um, you know, when they were talking about the the game time changes, is that Guriel said uh, when he like because of where the sun was or something, he couldn't see the players in the like he couldn't see the infield at all. Um, and he had, the, so, he was, I think there was, I think in that same story or whatever, they were saying that he was relying on the other players to tell him where the ball yeah. was. Yeah. So, or like to watching the other players to see where the ball was going or something yeah. like that. So yeah, hopefully that, that'll help his defense. But um, the main reason I listed that as the strikeout is because I, I, I kind of, I would think that wouldn't they realize that that was a problem before the season started? Um, like, because the problem is there's no second deck to the stadium to block the sun. Yeah, I, I, they, I guess like see where the sun is hitting on the field before anyone even plays. Well, maybe they were relying on because um, they played some spring training games in the in the evening, and because it was earlier in the year, the sun's in a different spot. So maybe they were relying yeah. on that information, yeah. and then the the yeah. the practicalness of this of of of, of physics and science. Uh, made them realize that the sun moves as the uh, seasons move as well, and things get hotter, sun gets brighter, uh, Luriel get, gets better, worse at defense, things like that. Well, still strikeout because I think they should have uh, done that in the first place. Well, so, yeah, yeah. At least they did change it though. What's your uh, what's your strikeout? Well, I've got a, I've got a bunch. Um, Kirk's injury. That that like I was saying, like that's just that's just. As they say uh, in in the surfing world, a bummer, dude. Um, uh, also, it's you know, Kirk a surfer. Uh, no, but he'd probably be good at that too. Um, Rowdy Telez option to the alternate site. I was, you know, we were. I was. I was hoping that he would have a, a, a almost a breakout season this year, but it just it just hasn't happened yet. Um, and then also just my my PVR. Um, it didn't record. Wednesday's game for whatever reason, but maybe it was an act of mercy because it was a it was a pretty brutal game on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, that no, was it was not a good game. But um, okay, well, um, Telez though, speaking of, maybe he'll be back up soon if there if Kirk is injured for is I think he's a, on the ten day injury yep. list, right? So maybe they bring up Kirk and or, sorry, bring up Telez. Uh, for that 10 day period and he gets some, maybe they give him some playing time between uh, they give Guerrero some days off, put Telez at first base. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's his bat working again. Yeah. 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 Maybe he needs a new bat. Jansen okay. got new glasses, put different glasses on for. Well, no, he's, he's, he, he has different glasses because his other glasses are on order. So he's, 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 he's waiting for, he, he's checking his tracking number. He, you know, you know how they have the little, the little things on, on their wrists. It's, it's his tracking number and he's just looking at the tracking number and, he, and, 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 and checking it every now and That's then. It's a pretty high tech wrist brace. Or does he well, have one of those, when you're running, you put your phone in, in one of the things on your arm. It's probably what he's doing, which is illegal, but you know, it's, it's, it's our team. So I'm going to let it, I'm going to let it slide. So. All right. All right. Um, well, I didn't really have anything else uh, like in, in that kind of category, but I did have some other notes. Yeah, I, I have a lot of notes too. I, I, I made a lot of notes. Okay, well, um, I'll, I'll go through mine first because I don't have a lot of them, and some of them I already went through. So, um, and I'll save my biggest section of notes till we're done with the Blue Jays because it's about uh, Sunday night baseball. Um, but uh, so. First one uh, I wanted to just quickly mention, um, Bubblegum Watch. Uh, I mentioned Simeon last week was a big fan of bubblegum and blowing bubbles on the base. Uh, I I saw on one of Gritchick's home run as he was going around the bases, he was blowing a bubble. Mm. So clearly uh, we have at least two Blue Jays team members that uh, enjoy chewing bubblegum instead of tobacco. Have you noticed any more tobacco now that I've I've opened your eyes to the existence of the No, I haven't. I haven't really been looking for it either. So, mm-hmm. um, my other note is that uh, early in the season, um, you mentioned a, a, something about uh, not like it was about the dead end ball, and uh, and you said that there weren't that many home runs hit uh, at TD Ballpark, which should be an easy park to hit in. And so I, I went and counted the home runs hit in TD Bar- Ballpark for April, and it's 26. And in one game, there were six 
home runs hit by either team. So okay, well, I, well, in in in, in TD ballparks' defense, it is the smallest ballpark in the league, um, and and the the balls have been deadened. Uh, but what what they've done, and I, they, I think it was a Ben Ennis article in the Athletic. Uh, they they made the ball slightly smaller, uh, and they deadened the ball, which I forget exactly what the details are, but what 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 it basically means is that while it's making the ball, um, it's making the ball lighter, but it, and, and it's making um, exit velocities higher as a result. So the right. ball's moving more and it's and it's flying out of the uh, out of the ballpark faster. My, like it's my a, point is my point here is is that earlier. Uh, and and if I have to, I will go find the audio. You were saying that uh, you, the lack of home runs at TD Ballpark was evidence that uh, the dead end ball was working, that home run numbers would be down. Um, I, I think that uh, six home runs in one game is is uh, is pretty good evidence that uh, home runs aren't going to be completely down. No, no. Well, the yeah. Well, we'll have to wait and see at the end of the end of the year, of course, but. But the, it is the smallest ballpark in the league, so there are going to be home runs at this at, at TD Ballpark. Right, which is a good thing uh, yes. for the Blue Jays. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I have other notes about Sunday Night Baseball, but uh, let's let's keep with the uh, Blue Jays, I guess, or whatever whatever other notes you have, because mine are a bit longer, I think. Okay, well, well, we got Nate Pearson was activated uh, and sent to the alternate site, so he'll he'll hopefully be pitching in the big league soon. I don't know how, what, what the timeline is for that. I guess he has to get stretched out and everything, but uh, th- that's positive for his uh, in- injury progress. Yeah, I, I, that's right. I heard about that. I forgot to note that down, but uh, I did see that notification come through. I was happy to see that. Yeah. Um, well, and, and here's something, um, my next note here, uh, and it's more of a, a discussion point and almost an essay question, really. So I hope you've got your uh, five uh, paragraph essay uh cap on and oh, you're in, in, in you've got, got your a pen pencil there? okay okay i'll tell you when the time some... is, is some paper that's not going to be enough paper um so so the the jays and braves are, are these guys are these teams emerging super teams and what do you think makes up a super team exactly what what's how, how do you like obviously the dodgers are a, a prime example of a super team but are the jays and the braves going to be super teams soon well, um, I don't have a, a solid answer to uh, to whether they are super teams, but I would guess that for... Well, they're not yet. I would say the answer is not yet. Well, yeah. Are they going I, to... So my my thoughts on what makes a super team, at least, would be um, young uh, top prospects going, like going through the system around the same time and surrounding them with other capable talent uh, and just like being overall well-rounded in all like hitting defense pitching uh starting pitching and bullpen uh, uh pitchers and just but i think the 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 key ingredient is having like a core group of players that um are you know going through the system around the same time uh they know each other they're you know good good prospects but i think that that applies to most sports uh, most team sports as well i think so it's kind of a all sport uh it's it's necessary for all sports to make a super team to have like a core group there's one factor i think there's one factor i think that you're 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 missing um and the, the dodgers definitely have this and i feel like the braves and the blue jays both have this as well it's um a top ranked farm system. So they do, they both have their cores and everything that are, that are moving up together. But when they lose a piece, they have, um, they can, they have, they have like basically like someone from the farm team that can, that, that they can bring up and make uh, a significant difference on the field. Um, so, so it's basically like they can replenish themselves from within. Um, I don't know. I don't know what Atlanta's market kind of size is, but Toronto should have this um, also having like the means available to, bring in free agents and sign free agents uh, to, if you need to. Um, both of, and, and another thing that both these teams have, I think is, is super necessary is, is, is um, smart and forward thinking front offices. Um, and another, another thing that I, that I was thinking you need to have in a super team. And I don't know, it's too early to say whether the Blue Jays 
have this or not, but you need to have like a Hall of Famer, I think, or two, at least at least one Hall of Famer on your roster. And I know like, Potential. yeah, like like the Dodgers, for instance, Mookie Betts is, is a Hall of Famer, I would say. Um, Braves, I would say Ronald Acuna Jr. is a little bit more established than Guerrero, uh, if you were to make a comparison. So so that would be like, kind of like their Hall of Famer candidate. Maybe, maybe Guerrero is, is, is Toronto's Hall of Fame candidate, but it's still a little bit too early to say, but I would say there has to be like kind of like a Hall of Fame type player on 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 the team as well. That makes sense. And both, I think that's both, pretty much what I said. Both the Braves and the Jays need to get uh, better uh, pitching staffs as well, like rotations. Yeah, I don't. I I, I think the Jays are, are getting there. They're getting there. Like they've got uh, Ryu when he's not injured. Matt's Robbie Ray's pitching well. I don't know how Stripling did today, but it. What was it seven to uh, two? He did so he well, did okay. I saw. And and they've got Nate Pearson on the rise. Um, uh, Alec Manoa is starting. I think double A AA or triple A or something like that. So so it's it's, start, it's starting to piece together their 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 pitching. I think the batting, the hitting came together quicker um, in the in the rebuild for the Jays than the the pitching did. But it's the pitching is starting to kind of like fall into place. I feel like. Yeah, I I think. Basically, where they are in 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 terms of development is I can see them winning maybe a playoff round, but not going to the World Series. Basically, yeah. Well, at this point, yes, but you know, <laughs> by the end, by by August, things could be a lot different, and they will be. Things will will be a lot different. But I just don't know how. Right. Okay. Um, so I guess our answer is not super teams yet, but could be. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What else you got? Um, well, yesterday uh, we saw an extra inning game, um, and the big talk around baseball right now is the Pioneer League home run derby and uh, have, having the home run derby instead of extra innings. Um, so I wonder if this is like a strategy for MLB to soften us on the ghost runner rule, like so we were just okay with having a runner on second because I, I definitely do not want to see a home run derby in the major leagues. No, I don't think that that will happen. I yeah. can't see them doing that. No, and I, and I actually to like I think it's just like the the Pioneer League did that just to like make sure games don't go on forever because like in the minor leagues you don't want to be sitting at a baseball game for forever. Like it's 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 something that like and it's something that would I think potentially attract people to games, but it also would not like keep like people don't want to just sit and watch an extra inning game. In, in, well. In, uh, the other thing, the other reasoning I saw of that new story was that it was to uh, reduce the strain on pitchers, and I think they yeah. also have a much smaller pitching staff, especially the independent leagues. So mm-hmm. you want to be able to actually play another game the next day. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, that yeah, I got, I, I'm I'm sure it's been talked about a lot over the past week or so already, but but yeah, I I would not want to see that in in Major League Baseball. Okay, um, we talked about the Rockies a few weeks ago, uh, probably before the season started, so maybe a month ago. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, an update. There's there's been an update in Colorado, other yeah, than the All Star game. Well, not, they didn't. Sorry, they they mutually parted ways with their GM, uh, Jeff Bridich, and I, I put as the headline Bridich over troubled water, because uh, he's just not a good GM. He, um, I think they spent two hundred or three hundred million dollars in free agency over the past whatever year how many years and they got like negative war over the overall the right. agents yeah. spending which is which is just insane so it's it sounds like possibly um whatever team was hoping to get trevor story may not be able to fleece the rockies as much and it depends on it depends because like the owner wants to have does he want to have more control or is he going to let whoever is the new gm have some sort of autonomy uh, to to make a a decent trade or make make moves going forward it's, it's it depends on 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 what direction they go in with their new hire guess so yeah well i guess we'll have to wait and see and uh, okay well here, here's one that's just going an aesthetic note um i was looking at the logos uh for the matchups yesterday and the giants against the padres that might be the best head-to-head color combo matchup the orange versus yellow oh, okay uh and Orange and brown, eh? Okay. Well, no, They're but if you look at like, I'm, I was just looking at like just their their primary logos, the SF. Oh, okay. Because I was gonna say, I just turned the game on and it looks like the Padres are wearing their uh, camouflage uh, uniforms. They do, oh yeah, they do that on Sundays because they're uh, the Navy is in San Diego or something. Yeah. 
Um, no, but if you look at their just their their primary logos, the S, the orange SF versus the yellow SD, that just it looks nice. It's nice to look at on the on the schedule. I guess it is nice. Um, well, you know what? I, I'll take that opportunity since we're speaking of the Padres to uh, to talk about. I did watch the Sunday night baseball game from last week, the Dodgers versus the Padres. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do have some notes, actually. Um, they're not based on the specifics of the game, but because uh, I'm, you know, we're a week removed from it. I'm sure nobody cares about the game anymore, although it was a pretty fun game. Um, I fell asleep uh, like early on that one. Well, I, I had it on while I was working and uh, and so I was, I was able to I, I think I skipped through some of the game uh, as well. But um, anyway, it's it's some of the, my notes from uh, from watching the broadcast was that um, I thought that there were a lot more game sounds during the broadcast. Like, I don't know if they had extra mics specifically for Sunday Night Baseball. They may but, but you could hear clear calls like the umpire when you say like that's a ball said that a couple times and when you like cuz that reminds me too you mentioned that you thought the radio broadcast for the blue jays was really quiet mm-hmm. uh, i thought on the radio side they were supposed to have like more clear game sounds like you know the bat hitting the ball uh you know ball going into the glove umpire calls and everything mm-hmm. but i also noticed that that doesn't seem to be happening, at least not in the games that I've heard on the radio. So uh, that's a little weird. But um, other things about the the ESPN broadcast, um, minimal score graphics. Like um, they seem they didn't get in the way. You know, I like I like the minimalism aesthetic of of the ESPN uh, broadcast. Yeah, and actually, also interesting was that they put the. Uh, um, for when it was a strike they would actually put a little k in the uh in the batter in the strike zone instead mm-hmm. of just letting it go in um there were a lot of different camera angles although it sounds like that may be a dodger stadium thing only like they have a lot of cameras i, I don't know i'm not sure i don't know but they seem to have a lot of different camera angles to to go to and a, a, a larger variety than than the usual games. Well, it is it is Hollywood. They have I think that's like where cameras were invented in Hollywood. Isn't it? <laughs> I don't know about that part. Um, let's see. Um, we actually already mentioned uh, Tatis Jr. and his uh, most errors in the MLB. Although I don't know if that's if it's is that, still that might have been where I heard that stat too. I'm not sure. Yeah. I think they mentioned. I don't know if he has the most too. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, if no, no, I don't, I don't think now. he has the most, but he has he just has a lot, and 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 yeah. that just puts Bobachet into perspective, I would say. Yeah. Um. Uh. Oh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Commentary from Matt Viscurgin. Mm-hmm. Um. He has some fun turns of phrase. Uh. I. I, also... I, I was a li- I'm getting a little annoyed with it. I think he's like making up a little bit too many. Like I. I really like. Uh. It, I guess it was maybe two or three years ago when they had like uh was it Boog Chiambi who was the main guy um and, and also I, I missed I missed the most when Dan Schulman was 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 the voice of, of Sunday Night Baseball that was that was, that was well, the best any, anyway um the other fun part of it uh, that though is that uh he also is the play-by-play or one of the play-by-play announcers on MLB the show so oh is kind of fun to, to hear that i only have the latest version i have is uh the 2016 version because i only have a ps3 so um and then the other note it is the only uh, other baseball related note that i have is that i forgot david price is in la I, I think i knew that i know he opted out from last season but i completely forgot that he was uh uh, on the Dodgers, and also actually the announcers were were talking about how he was so willing to be a reliever when they're in in the context of Boston and L.A. But I think they forgot that he uh, he was a reliever in the playoffs for the Blue Jays in 2015, pretty much. Well, a lot of people forgot that that run. <laughs> he started his career as a reliever too, but that, that's I'm sure that was mentioned many times as well. Um, but that's here's all my question, notes. though. If you, you said you have a PS3, if you get um, Two PS3s. Does that make a PS6, and then you can like up compatible your up, upwards compatible your games? Could could try to glue them together maybe and and sell it as a PS6. I'm sure someone's tried that before. Yeah. yeah. 
Or maybe maybe uh, if you're trying to convince someone that you have a PS5 to sell, you get a PS2 and a PS3 and say that would work. Yeah. Or a PS a PS1 or a PS4 or five PS1s or two PS2s and a PS1 or three PS1s and a PS2. I, I like I think keeping it simple would be better. Well, like I don't know. Sometimes people want quantity over quality, <laughs> which is why I'm right. still talking. Um, any other baseball notes that you have? Um, yeah, I've got a couple. I got an ad show up in my my Instagram for pine tar deodorant. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, I didn't think that was a. Here, I can click on the picture. To look click at. on the picture. That was a. That's a thing apparently. So I guess if you want like your armpits to stick together, or if you want like extra grip or something, I don't, I don't know why you would want watch. The brand is Squatch. Okay. Squatch. Yeah, I don't know why you would want pine tar deodorant, but Instagram seems to think that I want it and or need it. Um, so there you go. Um, also, just another thing, I, I've, I've talked about this a lot uh, on online, on Twitter. I, I just feel like MLB doesn't promote itself on, online enough. Um, like a lot of people, you hear the, the main complaint about um, MLB.tv especially is that there are the, the blackout restrictions. And I just feel like Major League Baseball is sitting on a gold mine with MLB.tv where they could direct people to the the app. They have and it's like a captive audience where they have people watching a game and they can uh, you know they could do, do so much more than 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 just black out uh, local fa- fans of, of specific teams. Um, well, I think the the problem with that though is that um, the the MLB TV app is technically marketed as an out of market. Uh, uh, program or well app. they're marketing it incorrectly then like they, they shouldn't they'd have to change their model well yes definitely change their model because they could attract people to their to their model and they would have people watching their product in this like they wouldn't even need network tv in theory <laughs> but uh, that's that's the that's the problem is that that would the teams i i would guess that the teams want to want to have their broadcast protected so that uh you know that's why they black out the local stuff so that well, I, I, I I think that it's, it's just they, they shouldn't have the level of blackouts that they have and also um like they they have all these like I think over the past couple of weeks they've been at least two YouTube games and I don't know that there's a YouTube game until they open up that specific app and they tell me that oh it's on it's on YouTube like why they they should be marketing that more and 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 have like I just feel like they're not—they're not doing a good enough job to to direct maybe, to the specific games, you know. Maybe Major League Baseball just doesn't have enough money to market online. Yeah, maybe <laughs> not. Maybe not. Maybe those billion-dollar TV deals from from TBS uh, aren't aren't enough money. It's all going to the players' union. Um, you want to yeah, do? I'm a, sure it is. A, do we want to check in with the Brewers or B team? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The Brewers. Um, I have an ex Brewers check in here. Um, oh, the, yeah, yeah. Um, Eric Thames has a ruptured right Achilles, apparently. Oh, so he's 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 probably out for the season. Um, I would say so. Yeah, you, I think this is your note here. They placed Eric Yardley. Oh, on the day that I, is. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know who that is. I have no idea who it is either. But the note that that stood out for me was that uh, it's the 16th player overall placed on the injured list for the Brewers. I don't know how many the Jays have put on the injured list, but uh, not that many. I don't think that seems like a lot to yeah. me. Um, and the, I forget the player's name, but the Brewers just traded a pitcher to the Jays. It was like a completion oh. of a player to be named later deal, I guess. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't remember the name either, yeah. but Despite the uh, 16 players on the injured list, the Brewers have a record of 17 and 10, and they are still first in the NL Central. Now, does that speak to the level of competition in the Central, or does that speak to how good of a team that the Brewers are? I think maybe a little bit of both. Um, I, I'd say, I'd say probably the Brewers are a good team. Let's let's yeah, let's say that team. because they were cheering for them as a B team. Yeah, yeah, and and we should also make a note um, next week because the Jays are going to be playing mostly on uh, completely on the West Coast. Um, we're not going to be watched uh, be able to watch as many games, so we're going to be we're going to switch things around. Next week is going to be Brewers from home, and we'll do we'll do a Jays check in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if I watch any of the Blue Jays next week, it'll be in the form of the Jays in 30. 
uh, which is the the half hour version of the game that uh, Rogers puts together so that they can broadcast all day on on their on their TV channels. No, I'll, I'll probably watch some against against Houston because Houston. Um, I think at least some of the games will start at eight o'clock because it's a central time zone. But definitely, I don't know, like some, uh, and I think some of the Oakland games start at nine. But I, I on a weeknight, I there's no way I'm going to be able to get through an entire game. So I don't well, know. If so I, I think the Oakland games are all. Uh, after nine o'clock for our time um let me just I think the earliest start time is nine for one of the games i'm not sure what. i i thought i saw that they are let's see yeah i no i see 9 40 p.m may 3rd yeah, 4th and 5th actually they are on at 3 37 p.m on thursday oh maybe i'll try to catch that one maybe we'll see um so yeah they are in oakland may 3rd to 6th and uh houston May 7th to the 9th. So four oh, no. games against Oakland and then three against Houston. Totally not on purpose, but I'm wearing an Oakland hat today. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, wore it because I thought it might rain today. So so it's it's an older hat. So if it gets wet, it's not a big deal. Uh, okay. Well, I'm kind of, I'm wearing an older hat too. Uh, it's the, uh, I the, got it when they first introduced, it was a gift to me. It was when they first introduced their the Blue Jays uh, Team Canada hat. What's uh, the dot on your on your brim there? That is uh, from when I was at uh, a friend's cottage and uh, the fire was very hot and a spark burned into it. So this hat, I also don't care if it gets messed up anywhere. I see. It's already been burned. Yes. You've been burned once. All right. Um, let's uh, let's move on. You have some uh, notes from wives here. Yes. Okay. Because uh, I have none. Okay, well, first of all, did, did your wife listen to the podcast uh, last week? No. Okay, my, mine did. Um, all right, so um, Krista says that I left out This Is Us in our TV show watch list. All I, right, I did. we watched that as well. But it hasn't been on the past couple of weeks. It's been no, fun. they have a very uh, very light TV schedule because they're on for like maybe, sometimes they're on for one week and off for like another four, or sometimes yeah. they have two weeks in a row, but... I think it's because of their their production schedule is like probably way over the top of of other shows. Even though it's just it like there's not even any computer mm-hmm. graphics or anything. It's just I don't know. It I don't know. Probably something to do with COVID. Um, she says that our, our our conversations flow well. I, I guess it's it's like it must seem like we've known each other all our lives or something. I'm not sure. Did did she listen to a, a different week? I don't know. Sometimes well, she said that it, that they flowed well. Last, I think last week I thought did did go pretty well compared to other ones, but uh, yeah, I, I don't remember. I've already moved on. Okay, um, and she also said, uh, in case pe- people out there who don't know, my wife is a veterinarian. Um, we were talking about therapy bunnies last week, and she says that um, bunnies shouldn't be therapy animals because you have to hold them properly or they break their back. So I'm not sure how that works, but. Yeah, I don't think I want to know exactly how that happens. Well, I guess like if works. you're like twisting the rabbit, then you'll break. But that's that's like I guess you really do need therapy if you're doing that to a rabbit. But uh, yeah, that's what the stress balls are for. Oh, sometimes I mix those up all the time. Rabbit stress ball, rabbit stress ball, stress ball rat, therapy. What? No, see, that's 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 where it happens. All right, and um, we have well, a bonus. We have a bonus note as well. Yes, we have a bonus brother note because. Um, our older brother Glenn listens to the podcast. I didn't realize that he still listened, which is which is which is good. Uh, but he's he's just confirming your report from last week that um, pizza boxes are indeed compostable. Yeah, they go in the in the green bin, as I mentioned. So I just put a pizza box in our green bin what, last night. What uh, brand of pizza was it? Domino's. They're pretty good. Domino's is okay. But like if you if if for instance you have to order pizza from pizza pizza you can hide your shame and put it in your green box but you're leaving off the other part of the note is that the reason they are able to go in the green bin is because the grease makes the boxes really low value for recycling so they i guess they would probably have a negative uh wins above replacement value i don't know okay i know i'm not sure recycling yeah yeah all right uh the personal stuff i think that's uh that's where we're at in our in our show notes here. Yeah. So, okay. Well, our, our our conversation's flowing very well right now. I know. Uh, I don't have a strikeout listed, by the way. I couldn't I couldn't come up with anything. So I guess it means I've had a pretty good week. 
Well, you think about something. Maybe you can make it pizza related or something. Um, my, my home run this week is that I got I got vaccinated, so that's good. That's an automatic home run. When is your next shot? Well, it or says it that I'm ones? in August, but if they get more, it probably could be bumped up a little sooner. I'm not sure. Yeah, I guess we're in the same boat. I'm supposed to get the next one in July, but yeah. who knows? Yeah. Well, uh, my home run was that uh, last week uh, we had uh, three three different deliveries scheduled um, that we were waiting on. Um, and we got them all in the same week. So um, in, in my basement here, I've got some sound dampeners set up on, on one wall. And I and we ordered some more to go on the, the wall beside me here. Um, so those arrived. And then uh, Vanessa ordered a hand rake so that she could clean up the curtain out front. So that arrived in, on the same day as the sound dampeners. And we also ordered a tent for our bikes so it's basically just this thin tent so your, that, bike, your bikes can go camping uh pretty much uh it's just so that we can store our bikes outside and they get shelter from the rain because uh, we can't store them inside we don't have the space but so that that arrived as well and then um also because our our original blender broke we had to order a new blender uh it, it's a ninja blender um, and we, it was on sale and we, we bought it and it arrived, uh, for curbside pickup last week as well. So we've been enjoying a nice new blender that is actually, uh, I, I, I'll, I'll say 10 times better than what we were using before. Well, that's good. Um, now here's a question. I could have saved you some money. Do you have a walk-in closet? No. Okay. Cause I was going to say, you don't need to do sound, have sound dampeners if you record in your walk-in closet, because that's that's the, the 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 deadest room in the house probably. <laughs> well, this room already has uh, there, there's a drop ceiling in this room, so there's some insulation on top, but that's mostly to prevent sound from traveling upstairs. Uh, but uh, I, I before I put up these uh, little sound dampeners, it it was a little bit echoey in here. It's better now. I see. I see. Um, okay. Well, my, my walk is uh, we're gonna we're gonna stay on the pizza theme here. Um, a, a while ago, a friend of ours gave us uh, some cake and had had like a put it in a Tupperware, and the Tupperware it turned out is the perfect size for pizza slices. Because I find like Tupperware is usually like square, so you can't fit a pizza in there. But this one is kind of ob- oblong. Well, I was so, gonna like, say, was it triangle shaped? No, no, it's 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 like a, a rectangle shape. So it's perfect for putting like because usually there's only like maximum three pieces of pizza left over from whenever we make or order pizza. So it, it, the the pieces fit perfectly in this Tupperware, and I just every time that I, I I have leftover pizza and I get this Tupperware out, I just feel feel uh, almost more happy than 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 I than the the pleasure I get from the pizza itself is putting them in this Tupperware. Well, uh, all right. Um, I, I I have to say that getting the right size Tupperware for different pieces of food can be can be difficult. Like um, our cheesecakes, uh, we can't we don't have any kind of Tupperware that that fits in um, really. At least not like multiple pieces. Like maybe one one or two pieces, but then you'd have to use like three different uh Tupperware dishes and that's just a waste well, you think. could just put some put some saran wrap over your your spring form uh, uh pan well but you take the the side off so oh you do okay yeah speaking of cheesecake though that was my walk we made another one today but uh it actually was not a no-bake we decided to try the recipe on the philadelphia cream cheese box um, so we had to we had to buy three three more packages of Philadelphia cream cheese. Couldn't be any other kind according to the box. Um, but it it's uh we we baked it for about 45 minutes and uh, it's gonna have to go into the fridge. Um, so that is why we're not able to taste test probably until tomorrow because uh, what's not gonna be right. what flavor is it? Uh, cream cheese. Just cream cheese? It's it's uh it's a graham cracker crust and then it's cream cheese, sugar and eggs is the so you, gotta, uh, you you got to add like a topping to. You got to put like like make well, like we're, a fruit compote or something. We're going to we're going to slice up some strawberries and put them on top. 
you gotta make a compote out. Don't just don't just just slice up the strawberries. You gotta you gotta you gotta bake them, reduce them down, put some add a little bit more more sugar, and and and, and you got you, you gotta do it right. Well, um, we're we're just gonna stick with putting strawberries on top and and leave it there, and then we'll we'll test it tomorrow to see if the Philadelphia recipe is actually any good. But that's it's a. Will, will you switch to a different brand if it if it doesn't turn out? <laughs> Probably not. Okay. We'll we'll just try a different recipe. Now, I guess I think next I guess... week we're gonna do banana bread. I don't know. Okay. Okay. That's that's an odd flavor of cheesecake, but okay. Not not cheesecake, banana bread. Cheesecake, banana bread. No, there will be no cream cheese involved, or or cakes. Well, that's an odd cheesecake. All right. What's your what's your strikeout? I I still don't have one. You don't have one. Well, my my strikeout is is just that Leo remembers everything. Like every, like seems like seems like just everything just sticks into his brain. So 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 it's it's a good thing, but it's also a bad thing because like he's just not gonna forget. Well, then couldn't you uh, couldn't you tell him something that will be beneficial for you to remember? Like could no, you tell him the password? It it, it 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 doesn't it doesn't work that way. It 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 only it, it only applies to to important life events. Okay. But well, yeah, his his memory his memory is, is is working overdrive, so so he he'll just. I I guess that's more of a positive. I, I don't know that. Uh, so here let's let's switch that around. Let's let's strike that strike that. I'm gonna go with with Bo's Bo's molars coming in. His teething is is the strikeout. Okay, so that 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 would be uh, yeah, because because it, it keeps him it, it keeps him up. He wakes up and he just it, it, it hurt hurts his mouth, so he gets no sleep, and as a result, his parents get no sleep. Also, <laughs> that's a good strikeout. I I still don't have one. I've been sleeping pretty well all week. That's not a strikeout. That's more. No. That's that's not a K. That's a Z. Exactly. That's why I don't have a strikeout this week. I guess maybe there was one night uh, that would qualify as sort of a strikeout is uh, uh, I, I went to sleep and then couldn't get to sleep. So I stayed up for another uh, half hour until I did fall asleep. And but so I didn't get as much sleep as I would have liked. That's terrible. <laughs> well, that's that's all I got. So, OK. OK, let's go to the Brita filter update. OK, well, so. Here's, here's here's like a theoretical question first of all um, would a coffee filter work if you need a replacement but don't have one um, I'm gonna say no unless um, you have some way of, uh, of like it you'd have to I think take the filter out of the plastic casing because it I think they use like some sort of charcoal filter. Yeah, I was gonna say you just get some charcoal, put it in the filter. Like you take the old filter out, like you, you that that filter is useless. So you just put the, the 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 coffee filter in some charcoal, and and and, and that's your filter right there. Um, and I guess every now and then you have to like go back and like taste the charcoal to make sure that it still is still like fresh. That you have to do it manually. The 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 I don't think the 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 light. Or on you the, just reset the light and. Reset the, okay. Change it after two months. Okay. But uh, I, th- I think you have to try. And then leave that, leave that paper filter in for two months? <laughs> you you would have to, yeah, I think you'd have to use the plastic uh, the plastic casing in the filter. So you would you would have to go through more trouble to make your own filter than to just buy a new one and replace it. But it might be worth it because it's like a satisfaction of a job well done. <laughs> I, and I don't understand what your uh, update has to do with, with. Oh, oh, okay. So it's it's uh, I guess tangentially re- related. Um, so I, I I forgot to mention this uh, in the last like two podcasts is that uh, it probably should have been like a a walk or a strikeout for me. But um, our car gives us a notification that the washer fluid is too low. Um, when the washer fluid is too low mm-hmm. and um, we just didn't have any any washer fluid on hand and kept forgetting to buy it so uh, we we had kept getting the the warning on the dashboard saying that the the washer fluid is too low we need to refill it 
So we finally did buy, I think it was last week, we bought two jugs of washer fluid. Uh, and then they were just sitting in the car for several days before I finally decided to refill uh, the the washer fluid reservoir. Um, so I think the car would probably went like two or three weeks without having any enough washer fluid in it. Um, but, you know, mixed in there, there was a lot of rain uh, in there, so it didn't really need washer fluid. But, um, but yeah, so it, it, it's sort of related to not replacing the filter. I guess. Okay. So I guess your your, your 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 washer fluid is is empty and not, I mean full and not not. Half no, empty. it's full now. It's, yeah, it's full, full now, now, and we have another washer fluid jug in the car, so I don't have to worry about it. Okay, that's good. I'm glad that you don't have to worry about it. Nope. Well, that's it. That's that's all I have. I think, and we already uh, went through the the week ahead, so I I think we're we're about at the end here. Okay, so stay tuned next week when we'll be uh, Brewers from Home. But we will still be at Jades from Home on Twitter, just to keep things confusing. Well, we, or maybe we should change. Our, we, anyways. We'll, no, we'll, let's just, not do that. Okay. <laughs> All right. See you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.